This week on the podcast, the Tobacco Force assembles. Welcome to the Magnificently Huge Podcast with your hosts, Eric Reed, Brian Kruger, and Chris Ryerson. Three idiots who decided to slap an adverb together with an adjective to bring you one magnificently huge discussion each week about the movies and pop culture we kind of like, maybe even secretly love, before we ultimately crap all over them. We're not here to save the world, we're just here to make it weirder, one podcast at a time. This is Magnificently Huge. Welcome everyone once again to the Magnificently Huge Podcast. My name is Brian, and this week my friends Chris and Eric will join me for a discussion about this new movie by Quentin Depew. Uh, this is the director, writer-director of a uh, weird weird little movie called rubber that we watched uh, a while back check the uh subscribe to the podcast look look for that uh in the past episodes rubber was a movie about a um a, a killer tire in the desert and this is his follow-up and if you've seen the trailers it's kind of a power rangers riff um so we were like well that just seems weird enough for our show we're just we're just gonna have to check that out so yeah check the show notes and uh Check the timestamps and when we talk about what. And of course, we've always got uh, some of the fresh shit where we talk about some other things we've been watching, reading, doing. And as always, we're trying to grow the show. So please share the podcast on your social media feeds. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate it on iTunes. And if you want to see all the back episodes and find the ways to contact us, like our Twitter, at MagHuge, you can you can go to MagHuge.com. That's M-A-G-H-U-G-E.com. And uh, find all the things. So yeah. Um, it's gonna be a short one, but uh, hey, let's let's find out what that movie's all about, shall we? Welcome back to the magnificently huge podcast, the longest running podcast. I'm on. I'm Eric. Hi, Eric. I'm Brian. Uh, hello. I'm Chris. Did I get that right? I wasn't looking at the script. Line. Yeah. And okay. that's, yeah, we once again have successfully introduced the show. Hey, <laughs> very poorly, no, poorly introduced the show. That's our shtick. Uh, but uh, successfully. Remember, yeah, the guy, they, the guy who graduates bottom of his class from from med school, they call him doctor. It's the same. That's same true. <laughs> that's true. He's not in my uh, network, though. So fuck that guy. Well, you're so, not on uh, Kaiser. As we <laughs> as we record this, um. My wife and I have a superstition, uh, and it is uh-huh. it is the the phenomenon known as what the fuck August, uh, in which just all sorts of like really big, horrible, bad, and unexpected bullshit seems to happen in the month of August. It's and the dog days. This is yeah. held true for uh, for for many years now, and uh, I'm going to throw the whole we're waiting for the hurricane to hit california for the first time in our lifetimes um yeah right thing on the what Crazy. the fuck august pile <laughs> yeah who knew who knew by the, that, by the time the, the show one goes that... out that's come and gone like that was a week ago but that's when we we're recording this is that which one is a uh, hurricane hillary that's the one okay i couldn't remember if i was reading the right one i, I thought that was just perfect i'm so i'm waiting for more of the republicans to sort of latch on to that so that, you'd you think know, <laughs> So that their whole response to the hurricane is just lock her up, lock her up, and then be done with it. Wipe Look at hands. all the devastation Hillary brought to California. Yeah. Well, uh, and I always thought that was not, like, 
always thought that was some kind of weatherman thing. Like, well, we just don't call them, you know, hurricanes on the West Coast. We will we'll call them uh, something else. It's like, no, no, they're literally, ha- they haven't happened. California doesn't get this shit. Yeah, the water's colder. This is not a Gulf Stream. And well, yeah. I mean, you know, you can make the case for a lot of things regarding California, but I don't think they deserve to get hit by a hurricane. Well, just my two cents. This is their this is their option. They can either have raging wildfires or water. You get fire or <laughs> yeah. water all over California yeah. right now, guys. So I yeah. guess it's water so this the, year. Surprise! Well, I mean, happy August. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like Maui, I feel bad for Hawaii. It's like holy oh, shit. That's yeah, like that an entire fucked. like an yeah. entire town just goes up in smoke. I mean, it's just what. So and the irony, it wasn't the volcano, right? <laughs> <laughs> you go figure. Go anyway figure. um uh so yeah death and destruction and mayhem welcome to the program get used everybody. to it yeah yeah <laughs> and, and we distract ourselves from it by watching a bunch of movies and tv and stuff and then we tell you about it on our segment called the fresh shit oh you did that so smoothly you're like the master I'm, of transitions i'm, I'm like <laughs> yeah sure yeah yeah <laughs> i'm the only guy who watches the clock while we record the podcast that's so true we are. Well, we used to, well when we used to like i could see the time going and now that we've switched to this new recording method i don't and so it's just sort of out of sight out of mind so i trust our producer to keep monitoring it yeah we try we fail but we try <laughs> yeah, every day we fail <laughs> who's got fresh shit this week this shit is fresh Oh, who? I'm wondering who. Who? Uh, I, I have. Uh, eh, it's lame. I'll go very quickly. The Crowded Room, another show on Apple Plus. Uh, it's it's another one of these people who has, um, you know, multiple personality disorder things. The thing is, they have not given away the surprise that he's got multiple personality disorders. But it's called the Crowded Room, for Christ's sake. It, it, we know we know you're not fooling anybody <laughs> the it it takes place in 1979 with a kid who you know just out of high school and you know his shitty life and these adventure wacky adventures that happen with him and his friends who may or may not be there of course they're not there but the one really great thing about it is how well they get the 70s the clothes are right the cars are right. it's like everything is just correct as somebody who suffered mm. through those times it's like, it, it, yeah, it looks like that. But otherwise, you know, yet another thing Tom Holland did that sucks because he's not wearing a Spider-Man mask. Um, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. His career is going to just, I don't know, fizzle, right? right? It's it's bound to. And then Zendaya's going to dump him. And then it's just going to get sad. Yeah. So More power to you, Tom Holland. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just going to leave it at that, you know. Okay. <laughs> because it's not not it's much of in- a week. It's interesting that you fantasize the seventies that well. Like it was not it like you say they got it right and then you seem happy about it, but everything I, I watched like in the seventies is it's ugh. it's not you know no no no. They got it right because it's ugh. That's what I'm okay. saying. Like, I like <laughs> historical accuracy. You know, yeah. I I I hate it when there's something that's happening in the 1960s and they go outside and you can see a street sign that you know wasn't put in place until like you were right. you know, mm-hmm. the 90s. It's like yeah. I know that's wrong, or the shape of curbs 
when they do 1940s, they didn't have rounded curbs on corners. They were like very straight. You could blow out your differential on a car if you didn't, you know, make a turn properly in an intersection because right. they didn't make those rounded curves. It's dumb shit, but I know it. And mm-hmm. so I want that. My right. favorite <laughs> my favorite is just if you watch a say a sitcom that started in the 60s and ended in the 70s and you get that weird subtle shift. So if you watch an episode from the early seasons and it's all super mod 60s and looks really cool, and then you get to the later seasons where everything's like dark paneled wood, brown and yellow, and the lapels are five feet long, it's just like, what the fuck happened to us in that five years that we just gave up? We're like, WandaVision does that so well. That's a great reason to watch WandaVision is their their progression through sitcom history. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's terrible. Fucking terrible. Anyway. Okay. Crowded room. Yeah. Uh, no, room. Watch don't it bother. or don't watch it. Don't bother. Don't bother. Okay. Don't bother. Okay. Okay. Sorry, um, man. All right. Well, I brought I brought a bit more <laughs> uh, fresh shit. Eric Eric started the show saying this is the longest podcast that he's on. A different podcast that we are not on that I have mentioned before uh, is the Dollop, and the Dollop is this podcast that does every week the the host has a story from American history, which is usually about just tremendous failure and, and, you know, stupidity. And can we, can we just stop you right there for just a moment, Brian? Yeah. Eric, uh, a round of applause for the master of transitions once more, Mr. Brian oh. Kruger. Yeah. Oh, okay. The yeah. important thing about a good go. transition is that you interrupt it and point to the transition. I think that that <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to do that. A lot better. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that I step on your vibe. Okay. Continue. Um. So the dollop, uh, the guy reads a a story about from American history, and and his co-host does not know what he's about to read, and and is just doing comedic riffs on it, and that's kind of the deal. Well, they're on tour. And my wife really likes this show, so she got us tickets. We went to go see them record a future episode of The Dollop in mm-hmm. Phoenix. And and when they do these, you know, tours, they try to do <clears throat> they try to do a story from your local history. So we got a story about basically the founding of Arizona. And the the thing was that like First of all, when the guy says the finally reveals the name of who the subject is, usually the audience is like has this aha moment and they're like, oh, no. And they reveal the name and nobody in the audience has any idea who this guy is. It's just like, yeah, nah, but yeah, whoever. Is, we were all forced to take Arizona history in high school. Did you not remember? Not at all. No. And this is the okay. guy who has a mausoleum in the zoo, right? At, in, nice. in Phoenix. But oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. But oh, wait, uh, the pyramid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his name is vaguely Hispanic. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't fucking remember. Anyway, okay. um, but but the other fun thing was that, like, you know, they keep mentioning towns in Arizona. You know, it's like so. You no, know, he ends up in Yuma, Arizona, or he ends up in Tucson, Arizona, and like usually they're expecting the audience to whoop and holler because they've had their two drink minimum and they somebody mentioned a place they've heard of but they like mentioned Nobody yuma cares. and everybody's like no fuck yuma you know just just dead audience right like they start calling us out it's like you know normally this happens and, you know like when they say tucson there's like one guy 
yeah. who goes, yeah, Tucson. Yeah. And, and <laughs> here's the deal, the dollop. Everybody in Arizona hates being in Arizona. Yeah. So just get on with it. So then the, the host gets the audience to start chanting, fuck Tucson, fuck Tucson at this Oh, guy. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so mostly I was just saying that the crowd does not have any pride in Arizona history at the dollop podcast. Well, Sorry. why would you? Why would you? Um, Did they mention Quartzsite? They all. didn't, but they did mention okay. like um, cottonwood and and shit like that. You know, it was like okay, yeah, you know, Florence. Gotcha. I think Florence got a, a shout. It's like nobody cares, right? <laughs> when a few a few years ago, like oh, this is a few years ago. This is like I don't know, fifteen years ago. I uh, went back with my wife to pick up the rest of the stuff that I left behind after I moved, and we drove up from Tucson through Florence just so I could take her past the uh, prison. And she mm-hmm. was astonished that it's just right there in the middle of everything. <laughs> and you see the signs that say, don't like prison nearby. Do not pick up hitchhikers. I mean, it's just the, well, it's a very creepy. It's uh, not, drive. but it's not in the middle of everything. Everything went out to the prison, right? Like it yeah. used to be in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah. it was always, it's always quite fun. And then it makes me think of raising Arizona and then everything kind of spirals off from there. <laughs> Arizona man what an armpit um uh. and then the other thing I'll mention so um there's a there's a tour going around uh it's the letting it go tour but basically it's culture club is the headliner but the opening acts are Berlin and Howard Jones so like all the like 80s cruise cult people are are like yes you know this is this is your Gen X um fun show right so we went to that and uh two things to say yeah. about it one if you give berlin and howard jones only a 45 minute set they're just gonna bring all the bangers it's gonna be hits 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 right and and this was at like the actual amphitheater like there was tens of thousands of people at this thing um and so it was a pretty good good raucous crowd and culture club has has to do like an hour and a half to two hour set and they're not interested in playing the hits they're gonna play i mean they played the hits but they saved a lot of them for the back end and they just kind of are doing their culture club show now culture club is a really tight very very good band but boy did they not read the room because they just lost all of that crowd energy they got out there and they're doing just what they want to do and everybody's like i don't know this song i i I don't know this song So you didn't get anything like uh, like Rick Astley recently was in Glastonbury and he did a cover of Highway to Hell, which is fucking amazing. I am not <laughs> kidding. It, he blew it out of the fucking water. And it's like an afternoon show because it's Rick Astley, so nobody cares. But the crowd is going nuts and he's just giving it everything. It's one of the best covers I've ever seen on stage. You're not going to get that? Well, I'll tell you what we did get because that was actually the main reason to bring this thing up. So Howard Jones... I've seen him a few times now. This is the best performance of Howard Jones I've seen by a lot, uh, partially because he likes to get the audience singing the chorus, and usually the audience doesn't do it, but this audience did. But but no, he's touring with a larger band this time, and his bass player, first of all, has this insane, I've never seen anything like it before, like, I don't know, 12-string bass or some shit. Um, turns out he was the original founding member of Kajagoogoo. And... 
they, but he's not the main guy, right? Well, he's not Limal, right? He's he's okay. the bass player. But but here's the thing: like they tell the story, like Kajagugu never got to tour the states, and so Howard Jones and the bass player do too shy. And that's when you realize that the song Too Shy by Kajigugu is really just a bass solo. Like, it's all this one dude playing the shit out of this crazy <laughs> bass. And yeah. he's um he's fucking incredible. <laughs> so I'll drop I'll drop a clip here, but but yeah. I was very happy to have gotten to see that. So, so that's my uh, that's I mean, my call out. I mean, when when you remember this song, because I haven't heard it in a while, but it was on the radio all the time back in the day. And you get to that like the break where it's do 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 all bass do 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 all bass. I can see, I can see that the chorus. I mean, yeah, it's oh my god, yeah. Okay, this dude is a hell of a bass player. Anyway, so that was cool. I got to see that. Okay, yay. Yay! What else we got? Yay! Freshen up that shit. Uh, have Have you seen uh, the show Tacoma FD? Uh, Tacoma Fire Department. It's It's two of the dudes from Broken Lizard. Uh, ended up doing this show. I guess it started in 2019. Uh, but it's basically it's a workplace comedy set in Tacoma about a fire station, and it's. One of them's the chief, one of them's the captain. Those are the two Broken Lizard Guide. And then you've got their crew. And it's it's just, it shouldn't be a funny show at all. I just sort of watched it on a lark and am hooked. There's like three seasons. I think a fourth one is now showing. And it's just shenanigans at the fire station with these weirdos. And it's really funny. But it's like a lot of wordplay but also fart jokes so it goes from like highbrow to lowbrow in a manner of seconds and it's just every episode 30 minutes is just nothing but goofiness the entire way through and then they play with the idea of what kind of calls they're going to go out on so like they do a whole, a whole show where every call they go out on it's somebody who's got something stuffed up their butt <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> oh, and so they play with that that notion uh they play with stuff up your butt it's just it's just goofy okay. i highly yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what got me into it is because I saw a clip and there's a, a woman who's like the the rookie at the station, but she's the daughter of the chief of the station. So they can't get anything past her for any sort of hazing. So that's sort of the, the dynamic. But there's one episode where she gets punched in the throat on a call by a dude that's like out of his mind on drugs. And then it it's like does something to her larynx so for like two weeks she sounds like a really deep voiced dude and so they have all this fun with the thing so they have like a whole scene where they're making her do like inner world or you know autobots <laughs> do your thing blah, 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 blah. and it's like and that's like the running gag for the entire show and it it shouldn't be funny for an extended amount of time but it is and she just like her episode by some deep voiced guy or is she actually doing a no voice? It's they do a voice and then they they've obviously 
done something with the like pitch, hit shift it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it but it fits so well. It's just so funny, and so it's it's very lowbrow. If you've seen any of the uh, Broken Lizard stuff, you kind of know what to expect. Uh, and normally, I'm not a big fan of theirs. Like Super Troopers is okay; it's got moments. Uh, but even as most recently as Quasi, which I watched on Hulu. It's just they're they're eh, they're okay, but I guess if you get like two of them peeled off and do their own thing, it actually works. So my my take shot. based on the few minutes of Super Troopers I've seen is that I I just don't get high, uh, you know, and watch stuff like that well, anymore. So that would be yeah, why well, it's that, not working. But that's yeah. Super Troopers. This one doesn't really rely on the drug humor, okay. which is good. Uh, it's more just humor geared towards uh you know middle-aged gen xers more than anything i guess is probably what makes it work uh but there's a whole episode about uh <laughs> there's a fire at a marijuana dispensary uh and the girl has but it's not about the drug uh, humor so. no no but this is like their only one like full-on drug episode okay. which made me think of it but she had been out partying the night before because up in tacoma marijuana is not illegal but they can't use it at the station. So there's a drug test coming up. So she's freaking out. So then they get this call to this dispensary and she spends the entire episode trying to figure out a way to run inside so that she can get a false positive. (laughs) It's just shit like that. It's just so dumb. So, uh, but I would recommend it if you can find it. Tacoma FD ask for it by name. Where where were you streaming Tacoma FD? Uh, It's on max right now. But if you have access to True TV, I think is where it started. I don't know if there's an app for it or what, but okay. you can get it on Max. So, all right, there you go. And their opening theme song is "Hot Blooded" by Foreigner. Just so you know. check it <laughs> and right. see. Yeah, uh, all that's right. All I got. We got Fucking any more fresh shit? Uh, I think we should nope. get into the the meat of the show. Okay. What a yeah. weird, weird thing we watched this week. Whose choice was this? Was this a, like Brian no, threw out a title and we went, it was, eh, okay. It was one that I had on deck, but it wasn't on streaming uh, for a while. And okay. then uh, one of you guys pointed out when we did our last recording that it was on Hulu and whatever we were going to do, I'm like, no, no, we're doing that. So I'm pretty sure I'm yeah, to blame. That's what it was. But And I was um, shocked because it's, because it's from the maker of... Rubber, Rubber, which we did a show yes. last year about, which you guys absolutely fucking hated. And so I was reluctant to even bring this one up, Smoking Causes Coughing, because well, it's the same guy that made Rubber. If you and watch so, the trailer for Smoking Causes Coughing, what you get is like this like Power Rangers riff, but like even lower budget than Power Rangers itself is. Right. Right. And uh, a little bit of like danger five going on exactly and it's it just in the looks first five like minutes make you think that's what the movie is too yeah exactly yeah. like so basically the it's trailer a- covers the first five minutes the first five minutes are are barely the trailer and then it's a whole other movie <laughs> yeah they <laughs> were totally off. baited and switched us man i yeah. was like yeah did not and i did not expect anything that happened in this movie at all 
I was totally and taken it, aback by it, it. It's basically an anthology movie, right? Yes. It's yeah, like they're exactly. all just telling stories and we see the stories they tell. And <clears throat> some of them make no sense. Some of them have no ending. And I, yeah. I, 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 when it was over, I was like, what, what did I just see? What is the point of that? And then I realized, <laughs> no, this is, this isn't a spoof on ser- superhero movies. This is a spoof on nihilism. This whole thing is and, nihilism. And dark, but, and dark but like, yeah, but like pointing directly at it and going stupid, right? You know, I, well, I'm pretty that's, sure if this is about anything, it's that. Well, the the director Quentin Depew, I mean, that's that was his deal in Rubber was a total deconstruction of the narrative that revolves around road thrillers mm-hmm. to the point where it just became uh, totally unrecognizable as a story. It was just meta commentary, and so you get a lot of that nonsense. Here. But at least like they're like they literally start out with the guy getting out of the car and rubber and being like, why is any of this happening? No damn reason at all. You, <laughs> yeah. you kind of need to know that that's this guy's whole deal, right? Is like, yeah, he's just going to make what he's going to make and y'all can keep up or not. And he doesn't care. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I like that. It starts out with that French song uh, that just talks about smoking. Gitanis. Yeah etc but it's in that lilty cafe style french jazz sort of thing uh i have a sneaky feeling it was written for the movie but i couldn't tell you for sure yeah probably the movie is in french it's all subtitled yeah yeah but then it's like the the family on vacation i mean it just doesn't go anywhere and then they stop so the kid could take a leak and the kid is overlooking a quarry and that's when he sees the these avengers tobacco, the tobacco force, force yes. <laughs> fighting some like giant uh man-sized armored turtle thing i mean it's just like what tortoise just, he, yeah yeah he, um, he like depew never really worries about the transitions he's just like it's just a very weird cut to just the next thing that he's gonna do and it's always sort of jarring yeah i'll, I'll tell so, you so i mean and this thing is shot on like the smallest of budgets and oh yeah and so yeah you've got these these power ranger characters fighting this dude in a rubber turtle suit and uh you know last week we did a show on strange brew well the strange brew starts out with them doing like a movie where one of them is in a monster costume and the other one is in some kind of futuristic (laughs) thing and watching these two movies you know near each other temporarily for me was just like did Strange Brew actually do a better low budget monster action scene than than smoking yeah. causes coughing? But our five so, characters are named after the various ingredients in cigarettes. So you've got like um oh I don't benzene, benzene, benzene methanol, nicotine. nicotine, mercury, and ammonia. Yeah. And and they um in order to fight Tortoise they have to use their their smoking powers and and then they aim the cigarette smoke at them and you know from five different angles and one of them is not um is not feeling it sincerely enough which is a total you know jab at like all anime um yeah. and then they finally do and then tortoise explodes in like the largest amount of blood and guts they can possibly come up with so dumb um and just <laughs> so, covers the family the tourists yeah i'm there's some, i'm interested yeah i'm interested in great, eric's but, take yeah there's some great moments of bizarre comedy right like i yeah. love when the when the thing explodes 
it the blood splashes on people who are too far away for them to realistically be splashed by yeah, anything. Yeah. But the <laughs> fact that they are is funny. It's like they're sight gags. They're they're in a very high end bunker where they have a twenty four hour store in the uh, in the <laughs> yeah. with a woman yeah. who like works in the store. It's like what you know, like lots of fun shit like that that doesn't go anywhere and it doesn't have to, but they keep breaking off on these tangents and i'm like wait why 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 that it, it started hurting my head i was like yeah. I'm, I'm not getting something and then it was over and i was like oh, well it's, it's mercifully short i'll give it that it's yeah. barely an hour but, yeah <laughs> yeah but the the thing with the uh, the stories like they set it up and then they just go right into it and all of a sudden it's like a i don't know like a creep show black yeah, it's, totally anthology show. it's an anthology yeah, yeah. movie and so you get that first story about the woman who finds the thinking helmet while on vacation with the other couple and her boyfriend. Been, that husband. movie all its own. That's the best yeah, part yeah. of the, the movie. The the thinking helmet story is is yeah. really good. It's it's very Kafka esque in its execution. Uh, so they do that one, and then you expect like the next story is going to be even weirder. But then it's like the little kid shows up at the campsite and the parents yeah. make her tell the story. And it's literally about a fish that sees somebody dump a bunch of pollution into the river. She's like, that's it. That's the end but of the story. That is yeah. the most terrifying story of all. Right. Like that is. <laughs> yeah, that is the one. Yeah. And then I'm like, so there's no connective tissue whatsoever. And then you get to the story that's being told by the barracuda that the guy caught that's on the grill. <laughs> and oh, it's yeah, like, great. what in the hell is it's like they just started throwing shit at the screen and it just it's so haphazard that uh, it almost had a plucky charm about it. To uh, me. I like I like but, that the barracuda's story just ends because the barracuda dies while it's being cooked. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh so you're saying you didn't like that part eric i at some point i just lost interest i right. i was like i don't care and um uh, it's it's kind of it's that whole seinfeld thing of you know it doesn't mean anything it's like well we've had yeah. 30 years of it doesn't mean anything you know this is well-trodden ground that's why i'm like yeah. mm -hmm. this is this is nihilism but it's a commentary it's a nihilistic commentary on nihilism it's basically right none of this shit means anything and um and neither does the film that's about these things that don't mean anything i guess you could say that in a way it's uh, a commentary on superhero movies and all the the backstory they set up but is it yeah. though because even that week yeah well i like i like the fact that it's it's they do their victory over tortoise uh and then they are told by their boss who's basically a puppet rat with like goo dripping out of his mouth every moment of every time he's on camera uh like telling them that they don't have any cohesion as a team anymore so they need to go to this retreat and figure out their bullshit. uh and that's sort of the next portion of the story and so then you think it's going to be sort of a comedy about this dysfunctional team kind of figuring out how to work together again and then they tease this like big bad villain that they need to go fight once they're done and that never really comes to fruition mm -hmm. uh only peripherally and so it's just like all these weird jarring sort of setups with no payoff whatsoever and that just always leaves you on the heel of your your foot it's just like what i don't i can't and it's so it never really clicks you know what i mean yeah so and, it's, it's just strange and maybe there's maybe there's an audience or maybe i'm too old or i don't know for this guy's stuff that's really into it right but for me 
the it was kind of like Eric's experience, which is kind of like my experience watching Rubber, which is that like the first, we'll say maybe twenty minutes tops are right. are 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 a great hook, right? It's like oh okay. This is this is pretty clever and it's and it's irreverent and it's breaking all the rules and I mean it's it's done on the cheap but I'm I'm kind of there for it and then it's like and then they ran out of ideas yeah and and in this case literally the movie is like an hour and 10 minutes long and it's like okay it's so there's like another hour of no ideas Nonsense. okay yeah, it's little exactly. things from his notebook yeah. that he was like, "Okay, I'll do that one, and I'll do that one." I, he's just like throwing in these ideas and tried to come up with a framing element with the five, you know, well, Power they, Rangers, I guess. But if they could have actually done the the second movie that you start to expect to see, which is okay, they're going to sit around the campfire and tell different stories, and then he could have just done a bunch of little short stories. I'd have been cool with that. Because I think he can sustain well, the short story, but they didn't even do that, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know if he can. I don't know if he's actually interested in uh, meeting expectations, though. Because then they do the whole thing where the second guy goes to tell his story, then he gets interrupted, and then by that time, everybody's like, "Oh, I'm going to bed." <laughs> so he never gets to tell a second story, <laughs> and then it's like the next one's told by the dead fish on the grill, whatever. And it's just so he he's. I don't think he's interested in following his own logic pattern i think he's, he's more interested in in specifically not following your expectations but yeah, yeah. Uh, here's 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 the best way for me to sum this movie up okay uh uh okay you, 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 you i'm walking out of the movie theater and some hipster 20 something you know dude with like a man bun and a beard uh <laughs> and and a multiple mm-hmm. piercings is walking out at the same time and he says you just didn't get it. And I say, oh, I got it. That's what this movie is. It's like, I know, I know all that. I just don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the funniest, <laughs> the funniest thing in it, and this is probably to me suggests what it was probably built around is that he said, Hey, I'll do a super force. I'll call them tobacco force. They'll all be ingredients that give you cancer from cigarettes. And then they spend the whole time in the beginning talking to the kid about how none of them smoke. They don't advocate smoking. They just happen to be called tobacco force, blah, blah, blah. And then later, once the shit starts getting real at the campsite, uh, when you find out that they missed the deadline, the the villain started his uh, world annihilation scheme too early and they're all going to die. So then they're now all of them smoking around the the campfire. I mean, it's just just like little shit. And then you get the whole interlude where they go to the villain's lair and he's about to destroy the world and then he gets called away because he's got to go to dinner so he puts everything on hold goes to dinner and then the wife ends up killing him in front of their kid because the guy's just a dick because she poisons his soup and then that's the end of that plan and that whole thing felt like like lost footage from any austin powers movie exactly Mm -hmm. even that wasn't terribly original it's like what in the fuck is going on uh but yeah you hit the nail on the head with the the danger five uh thing brian because well, it's the just rat. the the fucking rat yeah. like i the mean the fucking rat is exactly like the eagle head guy in danger five giving them all instruction i mean it's just eh. so i don't know 
Yeah, and he's just, always I, got like a woman in his his bed behind him, and it's always a different woman. And yeah, yeah. Wow, and wow, wow. they're all into his, uh, and he's just clearly a hand puppet. But there's a scene where the rat is making out with one of the women, where you know it it has all of the motion of a person's putting their hand over someone's mouth with a puppet, you know, and there's the slime dripping everywhere. And it's like, okay, I guess they did I mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it almost feels like the whole movie was a setup for the end joke, which is they're going to get that upgraded robot. Who's totally worthless. And then the only way out of their, uh, apocalypse is to go back in time and then the thing initiates U55 or whatever it is. And then he just sits there forever going, uh, changing era in progress, changing era in progress. And there's literally the end of the movie is just that infinitum. I was just like, that is so obnoxious. I am so annoyed right now which, leaving this movie. <laughs> which also is meaningless because what they don't know is that the bad guy's plan has has failed. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. Which is why ultimately I think this movie is about nihilism, that none of it matters. Nothing should matter. Yeah. You're a fool for thinking that something matters. And I mean, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, except uh, I've seen movies before and things happen in <laughs> movies. And so, you know, maybe you're, maybe, maybe, maybe guy who made French film, maybe you're the guy who's the asshole here. I don't know. Maybe. Give I mean, me a little more I than just, that. You know? Yeah. I just again, I feel like uh, the the trailer was a bait and switch because I was all in when I saw yeah. the trailer because I'm yeah. like, yeah, you're going to get like Kaiju and robots and it's going to be a little bit of like Ultraman and Power Rangers and then nothing. I mean, it's like yeah. that. It was that for like five minutes and I just felt cheated because uh, they got the, me. Oh. The title, the title even right up and tells you smoking causes coughing. Yes, yeah. that is like the basic fact of coffee <laughs> yeah of smoking rather. Uh, so it's just i don't know it's just it's another weird uh movie that doesn't quite match the sum of its parts yeah. like Ma like when we watched mad god last year it was yeah. the same thing it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. all that time and effort went into it but at the end of the movie it's just it none of it mattered at yeah. all ah uh, and, so, then, I, and i i defy like I, I like i said with the hipster walking out of the movie oh you just didn't get it it's like maybe or maybe he just didn't do a good job you know we made a short film the cherry orchard chronicles that mm -hmm. years later i watch it and i go oh boy we we were so up our own asses with this thing and right someone could say oh no you just don't get it it's like i was there i totally know what we didn't do and that was make sense and yeah but to be fair yeah. when we made some of that some of it was just day of or like oh let's do this that'll be funny i mean we didn't give a shit yeah which it's is like what we I decided think happened here it was just a yeah. bunch of stuff thrown at the wall and let's call it a movie when we're done yeah okay but, but again just, going back to last week strange brew is also kind of that but it's it's better yeah <laughs> You know? Well, it's got structure, more well, or less. There's, there's I mean, a lot of movies, shit. like the entire career of Judd Apatow, right? Like ha those movies are like half improvised, but right. You know, I think that what we're dealing with here is just a a lack of at discipline. The, at, That's the word, discipline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say giving a shit, which would be very nihilistic, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to come up with the the last thing I saw that was similar to this uh it's just yeah it it boggles but coming in from uh having seen rubber a couple of times it's sort of 
I felt like I almost expected uh, some trickery, but I don't think I was prepared for him turning this what would have been a Power Rangers riff into, like you say, anthology movie. <laughs> it just doesn't have to be an anthology movie. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. So uh, someone someone gave him money to make this movie somehow. That happened. Like, like, do you think this would be a good Netflix show? Like, use the no, use the <laughs> the tobacco forces, the framing device, and then just do an anthology every week. Yeah, I gotta say no. Uh, yeah, he didn't give us enough. That's the thing. I, yeah, I think maybe whatever I thought this movie might have been about might be a good idea for a show, but that would involve <laughs> the not involvement of this this fellow who made this thing. Yeah. Well, as as someone who still vapes, were you? Uh, annoyed by the preachiness of the anti-tobacco message no no because i knew that didn't mean anything either i mean i okay. it was just it wasn't even there wasn't an anti-tobacco message <laughs> i know <laughs> once again yeah uh <laughs> damn it yeah eric we went into this do? saying I, I have a lot to say about this movie and i'm like do you because i got nothing like i'm i'm already tabbed <laughs> yeah i mean no i mean it's like i it's like the collected cinema of henry jaglum you know, it's just like a lot about nothing, but at least, at least this is just one movie, you know, him, that's a whole career. Yeah, I got you. Well, I will tell you this, that, uh, that I did, uh, watch it while I was self-medicated just cause I figured it would well need done. it. Yes. And it, it didn't, didn't make it any more interesting Darn. from what I'm hearing. Yeah. And <laughs> so you know what, you're not, I, good for us, you know, like, like here, here's a podcast taking risks. We'll watch a movie. We don't know if it's any good. And if it sucks, we're going to tell you. We're not yeah. just going to do, you know, uh, but here's uh, the thing. really it, good movies that everybody knows are good every time. Yeah. But did it really suck or was it just sort of like, eh? And by that, does it make it suck? No, it's hard to say. I mean, uh, it, it sucked. It was, it was I mean, one good. of those occasions. The production was great. The performances were outstanding. It, everything about it could have been wonderful. It It actually had the earmarks of you know hey maybe we're going off in a uh, wes anderson direction maybe we're going yeah. off in the guys who make south park it, it like looks like any number of things could have happened and none of them did and none of them did so it was half half baked smoking causes scoffing you would say yeah 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 it was somebody who was given uh, a budget and cameras and uh they told him you know they would paid him have him make a movie and he didn't have a movie but he made one anyway that is <laughs> that is my judgment <laughs> i mean yeah i mean you brought up wes anderson i don't would i would compare this uh somewhat to something like asteroid city where it's oh, got all the hallmarks no and then you kind of leave you kind of leave scratching your head but i still liked asteroid city uh opposing no, to Asteroid this. City's a completely other experience. Yeah. Asteroid the, City has yeah. an actual direction. It goes someplace yeah. with what it's doing. Yeah. yeah. Asteroid City has parts that look cheap because they went into incredible effort to make it look cheap. This is just a dude with a camera in the desert. Yeah, I don't have any problem with someone working with no budget just making what they can. I don't I do either, but but then compensate for your budget with energy or a point or a theme or yeah. something. Well, you don't yeah. find it mildly wasteful though that somebody is given a shot, you know, because this was not this wasn't yeah, like shot in the that. backyard with camcorders. This was there was a crew on this. There was somebody doing real Dude, lighting. There was there we was live this, 
it looked good. He could have done anything. He just didn't bother to write something worth. We it. live in an era where there are 10, count them, 10 Fast and Furious movies, each one with a bigger budget than the one that came before. I don't really think it's any, <laughs> anything worse than that, uh, except I, that he didn't spend as much money. You know what I mean? I guess, I, guess just, I would say even those you know have their they are made for the people who like fast and furious movies so they yeah. just keep serving them the same thing over and over again but yeah you know, this he didn't this, even have that much direction yeah this one felt like a giant inside joke am i right yeah 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 like and here's the thing uh and it, it didn't struck me until just now when i remembered it but the the uniforms on tobacco force like all of their little underpants on the outside portion <laughs> yeah they're all different Yes. And it bothered the <laughs> fuck out of me. It's like, so that's your visual cue for the lack of cohesion in yeah. The, yeah. this like, crew. Three of, had, underwear. three of them had knee pads and two of them didn't. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah, it was so ridiculous. Uh, so, I mean, I get what he's kind of going for, I guess, to a certain degree, but it just the execution was uh, lackluster, let's say. Try again next time, time, Quentin Dupieux. Yeah, he needed more time. Or another script. Yeah. Or, yeah, whatever. Anyway, as Eric said, we're <laughs> we're a podcast that, uh, <laughs> that that takes risks, and we'll watch a bad movie and tell you if it's bad. If you can think of a bad movie you want to hear us tell you is bad, oh God. Oh you should God. reach out to us. Uh, go to our website, maghuge.com, M-A-G-H-U-G-E.com. There's links to contact us by all the socials. You can email magnificentthehuge.gmail.com. And then, if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll hear us do that episode right and then you can share it on your social media feeds tell it tell your friends about it and then they'll rate us on itunes and spread the love yeah it's another show folks it sure is we uh i need a cigarette <laughs>